Behind the Badge here at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in Rochester, New York. Hosting the show, this is Todd Baxter, the Sheriff of Monroe County, with my co-host, Deputy Sanders Tisdale. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Sheriff? You doing? I am doing well. Yeah, you always look good. Hey, you know what? Like I said, it's, it's the skin. You know what I said? Skin is in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought it was a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> That's my eyebrows. <laughs> That's my eyebrows. Court Bureau. Yeah. Yeah, the Court Bureau. I mean, I'm doing well over there. A lot of guys out there, you know, fabulous guys that work in the Court Bureau and uh, for Monroe County Sheriff's Department. And uh, like I said, a lot of people don't know, but we are responsible for the, the intake of people coming into the building, making sure that everything is secure and actually also making sure that everything goes well and according with any court proceedings right. that happen within the building itself. Yeah, it's the, it's the end product for our criminal justice system, right? And in, in quality and stability inside a courthouse so the judges, juries can do their job. And you guys are, I guess, so much responsibility for that, the safety and security of, of jurors, judges. Uh, and then we always think of that, you know, we, we see on movies of that, that, that final moment, the verdict. Right. Right. Of a court, you know, the juror, please yeah. rise. And, and you guys got to be there. Yeah. You know, so gotta, a lot of tense moments. I yeah. mean, you know, like I said, a lot of people did, they really usually don't come down to the, to the courthouse because, you know, things are going well. <laughs> There's always that, you yeah. know, it's like you said before, it. you know, sometimes when, you know, an officer shows up, it's not always say happy birthday to everybody. It's right. things that aren't going the way they should be at times. And, that's what happens in the court bureau as well, and it's kind of in a a closed and charged, emotionally charged environment. So sometimes things happen, you know, and we want to make sure that everybody's protected. Yeah, and it's a big lift. And you know, in the old days, it was almost ten thousand people a week walking through those doors, right. and incredible. You know, I thought this morning we'd uh, introduce our new subject, the subject we're going to talk about via uh, a a. Um, a news story. Uh, Channel 8 did a news story on this group, so I thought we'd just let the news story speak for itself, and I think Mateo's going to help us out with that. Yeah. Brothers, big sisters of Rochester, expanding their program to include the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. The program's Bigs in Blue and Bigs with Badges began in 2019 with RPD and Geneva PD. Now Monroe County Sheriffs will also be participating. Lisa Mattoon, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters in Rochester, shares the importance of the program. helping to bridge the gap between professional public safety officers, law enforcement officers, and um, the communities that they live and work in. So it's bridging that gap, bringing communities together, and supporting the youth. Mattoon went on to share that 100% of the youth in their program graduate high school. Big Brothers Big Sisters has been in the area since 1978, and the organization is hoping to expand their sheriff program even further in the future. The one stat I got to pull out there, 100% of the participants graduate. Wow. That's wow. an incredible stat. And two of the stars from that video are here with us today <laughs> in, in our podcast of Bigs with Badges. Uh, so great to guys, you know, to have you here. Lisa, you, you were featured on there. What's your job description over at, uh, at uh, and what do you do with Bigs with Badges? What? Right. So I'm the chief executive officer and took the role in um, January of 2020, so right before COVID. So right. I'd like to say I'm still on a roller coaster <laughs> um, and figuring everything out. But as we're, you know, the talks about um, growing this program was started in 2019. And we had some meetings in person pre-COVID. Actually, we met in February of 2020 with the sheriff's office. And they were, you know, you all were excited and excited to grow the program and get your deputies involved. So after things calmed down a little bit and we could get back into schools, you know, we 
we did a kickoff. We reconvened, and we're we're so excited to have it grow and then grow again, 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 again. Excuse again, me. again. Again, again. We're going to keep <laughs> growing in September when school kicks off again. We're very excited for that. Yeah, and another star of the video. I uh, hope we don't... Uh embarrass you too much there deputy how are you doing i'm doing good how are good you? victor uh, rivera has been with us for what a couple years now right yeah, seems about, like about three yeah. started up here as a blue shirt walking around or oh yeah yeah, yeah that was like i think two years has that been as a blue shirt and then three years uh as sworn a, deputy yeah yeah, yeah so. and you're part of this program you know this for is pretty sure. exciting you work in the jail bureau yeah yeah, yeah. so so why yeah. someone come from the jail bureaus why, why would you be interested in you know Doing a program like this, I mean, it's something you don't have to do. There's there's no mandate for you to do this. No, yeah, I definitely don't get paid for it. It's coming straight from the heart. Um, I just care about the the youth. I care about the people. Um, just because I'm on the inside, I mean, you know, I, I care about the people. And I uh, just want to make sure that uh, um, our youth are uh, mentored and, and going through the right path because nowadays is out there is kind of crazy. So Yeah. And, and we always talk about, you know, this cycle of violence we're seeing in the city and, and all over our, 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 our country. You know, prevention is the number one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and at the other end of it, it's the court bureau and the jail bureau. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if we could do a much better job at the prevention side, for sure, we'd probably turn some of those other things off oh, sooner yeah. or later, right? And that's a, that's a wonderful thought. Uh, did you have a mentor in your life that, that geared you towards this? That, yeah. that said, I want to give back? Yeah. Um... Can I say his name? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to say his name? If not, we'll bleep it out. So say yeah. it. Shout Take out it. to uh, Steven Sickles. He uh, mentored me through high school. Uh, I wasn't really the best kid in high school towards like freshman year. And right. he came and grabbed me by my neck. I was like, hey, what are you doing? And kind of just guided me back. And That's so wonderful. shout out to him. He's he's guided me. And, and I mean, it turned out pretty well. So now I can give back and mentor Sean and, and other kids as well. That's great. And that's what it's got to be all about, right? I mean, it's just that mentorship, sometimes that connectivity, let alone we'll get more into bridging the gap that you guys are doing so well. But, you know, that's such a special part of what you guys are doing. It is. And we see a lot of that where our our bigs, so the volunteer, the mentors are called bigs, Mm -hmm. and the youth in the program are called littles. Um, We enroll them starting at age eight. And if they're matched by the time they're 16, they can stay in through their 24th birthday. Wow. So really getting them that after after high school, what happens next, right? right. Um, so really keeping that mentorship going. But a lot of our bigs will say, you know, I, I had a mentor in my life and now I'm ready to give back. And yeah. then, it, you know, you just watch it come full circle and how it's really impacting both lives. I'm sure, you know, you've spoke before about how it's impacted your life and Sean's life. I mean, that that smile is is priceless and he's he, he loves it. You know, he's yeah. got a friend that comes to see him at, at the school and he's in his uniform and he's... He's the cool kid now. He's got the, you know, he's got a deputy mentor. So. Priceless. Yeah, I, like I was going to ask you about that too, and the fact that, you know, the importance of like when the young mind is developing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and you, and you you're striking that relationship with with uh, law enforcement that you know it's not always bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the perceived notion that everybody's got in their mind, especially you know even even as kids as young as that, they see it as you know, they get it from somewhere else or outside of the school walls or whatever. That you know, this guy's bad. That guy's bad. Mm-hmm. And guys like you coming in there and doing things like that and giving that, giving that that mentorship, man, that's huge. I mean, like she said, you got you got to love that when you see that kid, and you see the smile on that kid's face, or that kid feels like he can come to you right. mm-hmm. and tell you something. Yeah. That's huge for sure. He was really excited when uh, when I showed up. He was just talking to everyone about me. He wanted to show me all of his teachers and all of his friends. So honestly, just the look on his face and how excited he was and. He was not fearful at all. And and sometimes, I mean, for the most part, people are fairly unknown. 
Right. And he was just all in. He man, he was like my best friend the first day I met him. So, <laughs> so awesome. yeah, he was really excited, really, really excited. And so was everyone else too, not just him, but I mean the kids that were there. Like I was just standing, and then like the kids in the cafeteria, they would they would come and shake my hand, and so it was it was a pretty unique experience and pretty awesome too. Yeah. So Lisa, big brothers, big sisters, been around for a long, long time, right? And so this project's kind of new within that. You know, how's this fit in the mission uh, of the overall? You know, so our, our mission too is ignite the power and potential of all youth, right? So we do that in a variety of programs. Our typical community-based match, which I think a lot of people think of, the, you know, the adult goes to the child's house, picks them up, they go on an outing and then come back home. Mm-hmm. We also have a workforce development mentoring program. Um, we have a high school big mentoring program where it's group mentoring, but the high school students are mentoring the elementary. Um, and then our bigs, bigs in blue, fit, it fits right in, right? right. I mean, and, and perfect timing with everything that's going on in the world. Exactly. Um, it's a, a nationwide program. There's um, only, I think, about 40 affiliates out of the 238 that have fully adopted it. So we're one of them and excited to have one of the, the programs nationwide um, right here in Rochester and in Monroe County. And it just... it. It's that mentoring piece and all of the benefits that, you know, the traditional mentoring relationship has, but then a twist, like we talked about, bridging the gap within the community and such. Yeah, and I I also wondered, like, and I see you have uh, an influx of law enforcement guys that are interested in getting into this. I mean, how do they go about this? So they can visit our website, which is www.beabig.com. Org. Um, and the first step is to sign up right online. You, you would do an orientation to learn more about it. And then if it sounds like it, it's something you're completely interested in still, you go through the enrollment process, get interviewed, we collect your match preferences. So we want to make sure, like Deputy Rivera probably had the opportunity, not probably, definitely had the opportunity <laughs> to share the preferences and what he was looking for in a child because we want the match to last. Right. Right. So we know that there's going to be longevity. Right now, our average match length is 23.7 months, so just under two years. And we have some matches that have been in the program for 10, 12 years. But so it's, you know, matching them carefully, not just the next one in the queues, get get paired together. I found something fascinating. You, you mentioned they can go up to age 24. Yes. You know, that, that's yeah. pretty incredible. A lot of projects that, especially community-based nonprofit, you know, they do their mission and the mission's got a defined time frame and then it's gone. And, right. you know, this mentorship thing, uh, from a person that put two kids in college, I'm like, there's a vulnerable time in life, right? You know, yeah, the freshman absolutely. year of college is scary <laughs> yeah. as hell. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so even mentorship through that or an on-the-job yeah. training or, you know, hopefully some of these kids will end up uh, in law enforcement, you know, and right. things like that. That whole mentorship program. So 24 is a, a great way to do it. I, I, I never yeah. thought about that. Just we, to give you an idea, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, not no. even 24 yet. Just to give you an idea. I'm only 23. <laughs> stop. So, that's, stop. You know, so I could be in a program still if I wanted <laughs> there to. There you yeah. go. You're not helping your career one bit. <laughs> How old are you there, Deputy? Uh, what was that? How old are you? 23. 23. 23. You know, in a great, here's our recruitment pitch. So we recruited a couple of times so far. I don't know if you heard it. Recruit for this particular program. We're looking for mentors. Uh, and it's a great job for a law enforcement officer to give back and also build that bridge. Uh, we'll go deeper into that. But uh, these jail deputy jobs, these 19 years old. Yeah. You, you become a jail deputy, civil right. service, unionized health insurance retirement job Incredible. start at 19 years old. Oh, yeah. So, you know, developing these young people is, is potential. You know, yeah. jail deputies is a great, you know, you're leaving high school the next year, you could be having a great, you know, oh, yeah. great job. I've matured a lot. I've matured a lot since I, uh, since I joined the Bureau, uh, since I, you know, as a, it's a deputy. Um, I wasn't always the most mature. I mean, 
man, that, that really matured me a lot pretty fast. So and, and, and no one's mature at 18, 19, 20, right? right. That's, no, you know, right. So <laughs> you know, we put a lot of pressure on young people. Yeah, like yeah. you're not mature. Yeah. Of course you're not. Yeah. <laughs> course you're, so I was not mature. I always yeah. tell my sons, you got you got to start evolving. Yeah. You know, every five years I tell them that you should show some sign of evolvement in life. That means right. you're maturing. That means you're going towards something. Because you, you, if you stay status quo, how do you grow as an individual? Mm-hmm. And you, and you as a deputy, at your age, at twenty three years old, the involvement that you're doing right there, mm-hmm. that's huge. That speaks volumes because, like she said, that could be a relationship that that'll go beyond the two years, and not just two years. It's two years plus making this this guy uh, a dedicated individual to the Rochester community. Right. And these are some of the things. And who knows with you with the uniform on now, he that might be the direction he's looking at. Sure. We don't mind. It's all for recruitment. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> so what what brought you to this program? What the to the agency? Yeah, yeah. Or this well, the agency, and then agency. in particular this program. I mean, this right. is such a unique. I know it's going across the the, the nation, but right. this... I, I think we need it so much right here. Right. We we need it in in New York. I mean, it's needed nationwide. But just to watch even the events unfold over the last few years, I mean, that just speaks to how much. We need it, right? I mean, right. I think that the community needs to see another side, and mm-hmm. you know, the media doesn't often post beautiful videos like right, this and, right. and stories. Um, but I, it's just it it's needed, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So when we when we saw it happening nationwide in some of the bigger cities, uh, I think it's in Houston and um, in Los Angeles and some of the bigger cities. Like you know what, we're we're similar. We're just right. smaller. Yeah. So let's which can let's make it a little easier year. also. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So I think, Mateo, you got a couple more photographs. Like, let, let the picture speak for themselves. But, you know, you can't pay money for this interaction, right? You, you can't pay money for the smiles and the, the authenticity of, of this relationship, uh, which is pretty cool. And I understand Vic got uh, slammed on in this picture. It's a nice jump shot. <laughs> Does he really? Good. Yeah. Good. And it's tough to do a jump shot and have a gun belt, right? Yeah, I'll yeah, give you credit yeah, there. I can't really stretch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But this is what it's all about, and, and, and bridging that gap. And this kid is influencing other kids when he tells these positive stories about cops. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. same thing, you're going back and saying our youth has potential, and our youth yeah. is positive, and our youth is is, is our future, right? right. And uh, so much we want to put negative spins on narratives like that. Right. And I think so many people think of mentoring, and that's like, oh, I'm going to have to go do homework and teach life <laughs> lessons and, you know, really get through to these kids. But it's it's really not. It's things like that. It's it's playing basketball. It's right. you know playing Jenga, and and that's where the relationship where he starts to feel comfortable with you, and then he's going right. to confide and and really talk with you and speak to you about things that are going on in his life, and then you you know you slide in the mentoring, and you know it's you know almost a stigma we need to break. It's yeah. not all homework and tutoring and oh, yeah. and life skills. Those come in. They just get organically folded into. A basketball game and such. Oh yeah, because you never know the the ins and outs of someone once they leave school. Once right. they yeah. they go into an environment who maybe they don't have communication with anybody else. You know, it's a it's a lonely thing. You get home at times or whatever, and if they find they got someone that they can right. can you know bounce things off of or yeah. you know like, like with the basketball, yeah. or literally bounce. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or playing that type of thing. Now th- this whole the whole process of the bigs with badgers. Now you said this was the partnership that create. Got into flux with the uh, the sheriff department back in um, I believe it was 2020. Yes, yep. So we started with RPD and Geneva PD in 2019, 
and then moved it to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in 2020. And then obviously we were put on hold because it's a school-based program. So we couldn't do it throughout the pandemic, but now coming back and moving forward full force. Establish one-on-one relationships with the goal of ignite the brightest future for our youth. Yeah. It's just a good term. I mean, I just love how that says, how that states, you know, the objective here is, is to ignite the brightest future of our youth, you know. Yeah, it's a cool mission statement you're 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 part of, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Know, if you can ignite one, but I, I I'm here to say that you're igniting a whole bunch with that that kid's sphere of influence, right? The, the ripple effect going through that school and that sure. community, uh, and so that's the force multiplier we always right. talk about. That's that's pretty cool. So we have, uh, I think we got almost 12 deputies in the queue, one way or another. I know we got two certified, mm. uh, and yes. then a whole bunch ready to rock and roll, probably hopefully pretty soon. Yeah. Once school kicks off, we are we are ready. And we spent the summer in getting everyone enrolled. Um, unfortunately, we launched, it was end of May, early June, which was towards the end of the school year. But I'm like, we're not waiting until September. <laughs> Why would you Absolutely. wait? Why Love would you do attitude. that? Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we got the first few matched and then we'll go full force in September and October. Usually that first week of school, you know, they don't want to see us. They've got enough on their plates. Right. They're like, come back that second week, but we'll be we'll be there that second week of school, just, you know, getting the kids enrolled so we can make the matches. How hard are kids selected? So they are selected individually. So okay. somewhat different than our community, our larger community-based program. We'll interview all the deputies first and find out their preferences, you know, age range, life experiences, and then we'll go to the school. Um, so this is Roberto Clemente School that we're working with. Uh, and, you know, kind of explain the volunteer that we have, and they're really good about going to find the, the right youth right, for yeah, us. Yeah. So, yeah. That's huge, though, because, you know, just in you picking a kid out of a queue, you don't know what's this kid about. You don't know right. his background. So, how you know, if you don't do it in that aspect, how do you expect it to grow? You know, exactly. And, you right. know, that communication, how's that kid going to want to come to you if he says, I have nothing in common with this guy? Nothing in common. Exactly. Right. right. So, very, I like that. That was, that was very well thought off. But the thing about it is, you You've had a history of uh, dealing with youngsters. Um, you had your preschool special education teacher back in uh, 2007. Yes, yep. Yeah, so, so just a history of dealing with little ones. I, I love the kids. Love, <laughs> love the youth. The love the youth, for sure. Yeah. And then spent, this will be, next month will be my 10th year with Big Brothers Big Sisters and started working directly in the schools with the programs and then on my way up. So it's it's been great. And I... Like you said, the um, the preferences and the matching, that's kind of what makes us, I have to do a plug, but that's to. what sets us apart from other mentoring agencies is that the in-depth enrollment process so that they are set up for success and they are going to, the matches are going to last. And then they'll also receive uh, monthly phone calls from a, a staff from Big Brothers Big Sisters to the parent, the child, and the mentor just to make sure that everything is healthy. Is it safe? Do they need resources? How can we support the match to grow? And we know that that's going to help them grow a little bit longer too. I love it. So, yeah, yeah, support for that family network, you know, is so important too. Yes. And, and it, so plugs, let's continue on with the plug. We, you All brought right. a hat, you brought a Chosky. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to fit to his head, but he's going to model for us. But, you were even explaining the envelope, you know, on the, on the front. What's that all about? Yes. <laughs> you weren't kidding. You were going to quiz yeah, I told you. I was going to quiz so you, you on it. You can see the big B, right? You see the yep. big B for the big brothers. Yep. Yep. Then you can see the little B, right? So there's your big and your little, the little right. B. And then the S is woven around. So the S peaks back there. So there's your S for sisters. There you go. And then the three lines um, and the logos symbolize the the family, the volunteer, and the agency because we know that we need all three working together for it to be successful. 
I like that. I like I'm sure that. people were looking at the hat and said, I have no idea what that's saying. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. a, lot, that's a lot. I mean, that's incredible. Do you, so. You're going to take a plug for designing that, right? Of course I Yeah, did. of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I lead around here. I don't know yes. if you know. If it goes well, it's my idea. If it doesn't go All so right. well. All right. I like it. I can stop idea, that. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> I, I do like the look of that. That is, that is phenomenal. Yes. And the fact is, like you said, within that logo, it does it does show, you know what, how, how when you get the entities together, how to conform. Right. Form a union. I loved it. I love it. Great aspect. Well, thank you. It's Here's yours. another one of our mentors up here. She's one of our community liaison deputies. She just plays a great job in that. But uh, I was so happy to see her involved in this because this is her personality too. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving back, developing the future. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it beautiful? That's a great picture. Yeah, we were there uh, the same day, and we chit chat a little bit. And, oh, really? And, okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's an awesome person. She really is. Well, oh, she uh, listen. She she's in the community all the time, right? Yeah, that's part of sure. her current job description. Yeah. But that's her personality. So we're going to talk about her. She's not with us today, but uh, you know, I'll just give plugs to folks coming out of the jail bureau. It, it might not mean. I mean, she's on the road. She's interacting mm-hmm. with the community every day. She's seeing positive and negative every yeah. day. You guys inside the jail and sometimes the court are just seeing the negative, right? Yeah, and yeah. for you to come outside those walls of the jail and develop this program and help develop this program, it's, very, it's something special that you might not see from every police officer right. uh, as we're, you know, our road patrols and designed to engage with the community in a positive environment, right? And, yeah. and develop people. Uh, so I love that she's part of it. and, and But I also love the fact that we got uh, people from the jail bureau and court bureau that are interested in doing this too. Yeah. So, yeah. It only ignites, uh, honestly, the fire inside me, if that's a good word to say. Yeah. So yeah. to help out the youth. You know, I see, I mean, we deal with the worst of the worst realistically sure. inside the jail. And uh, that kind of tells me like, oh, wait a minute, we got to do something. You know, there's more and more young guys coming into jail and, and people that are my age I'm dealing with, you know, and I'm like, we got to do something. Yeah. So it honestly, it just ignites the fire even more in my in my heart, I guess, to to help out the community and help out the youth and younger guys that I guess are not and you know not being led the right way. I can kind of guide them back and help them out, you know, because yeah, I mean the Joe Bureau, like I said, it's the worst of the worst, and yep. yeah, just trying to help them out. You know? Yeah, this is. I mean, like I said, this is a great avenue as to well with the partnership with the sheriff's department because. A lot of us, like we we do this podcast, you know, behind the badge, because a lot of people don't see that other side of you know, mm-hmm. the sheriff's department. They, they'll see it, like we said, whenever there's something bad going on, yeah, you know, or, sure. or something that isn't kosher, let's say. But the thing about it is then now you have something with you guys are doing as well that's starting with the younger kids. And, and this is a, this is phenomenal because we always say it starts with that young mind. Sure you know does. what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. And you guys are maturing it in the, in the correct way where if you started from that point, by the time it gets up to the point to where, like like we're saying, you're a guy that's, what, 20-plus years in now instead of the four or five that you have now, mm-hmm. that individual isn't going to look at you that same way. Right, he, right. he might say, yeah, there, there might be some bad things yeah. here and there. No matter what job you do, mm-hmm. you, you have so, not yeah. the best apples sometimes. But you do have you do have some, some people in there that are respected, some people in there that do the things in a program like this, especially partnering with the sheriff's department, is a huge plus. Sure. You know, Lisa, not a quiz, but, uh, and you did well with the head, so you're obviously well in <laughs> oh, tune with go. your organization, so <laughs> the board of directors are watching. She did well. Thank you. Uh, how many kids do you think you're touching as a, as a whole, and then in particular with this with this program, uh, you know, so right. how many are big brothers, big sisters? So we serve on average about 300 a year. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, and we're still rebuilding from, we had a lot of site programs that we mm-hmm. lost during the pandemic, so we're building up from there, but... Um, Honestly, the the bigs in blue and bigs with badges, I would say right now we're hovering close to around 
15. But like you said, you guys have 12 right here just in the works. Right. So when September pops, it's really going to pop. Yeah. You're the first sheriff department to have bigs with badges. Mm -hmm. So RPD and GPD have bigs in blue, which is strictly law enforcement officers. Mm -hmm. But really expanding it out to the court and the jail and all of that right. is great. And Yates County Sheriff's Office is oh, behind you. They're coming. Right. They're in the, the enrollment process as well, too. So celebrate. You, you're the first. Yeah, absolutely. I well, love that. First yeah, we picks don't mind. with badges. We don't mind. And we got great staff that's willing to push the envelope. You know, again, these these guys and gals do not have to do this, right? And, right. and the fact that they're willing to do that just fills our – that's our culture we're yes. trying to develop here. Uh, and you can do a lot with PowerPoints and a lot of talking, but uh, for people that actually do, right. is a different. So those those three hundred people you're touching in some of the most uh, you know dire straits sometimes of, of where their you know economics, social status might be, and all this other stuff, um, you're, you're changing lives in a positive. But I'm going to go so profound that you may be saving lives. You know, you, you yeah. may be saving a few lives that people don't go down the wrong path. And right. we see the horrific violence occurring in our communities. And, and, yeah. and as, as, as the deputy said, how many of those people could we have just touched at an early age and right. steer them into a little bit different direction and, yeah. and maybe, you know, change a life, but potentially even save a life. And sure. unfortunately, Absolutely. that's that's realistic. Yeah. It is. It's, For the it's rest of his life. real. Yeah. For the rest of his life, he's going to remember this interaction. This right. is the reality of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He's going to remember me. He's going to remember the sheriff's sure. office, you know, this interaction, he's going to remember that. Right. And, I mean, later down the road when he's maybe 23 or, you know, 33 or whatever it may be, he's right. going to remember. Oh, I guarantee he's going to remember you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And, uh, and hopefully a positive. No, I'm only joking. But uh, <laughs> the fact is. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If he's, you know, in high school and, you know, having a rough day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, just, and this is for all of our mentors, you know, just so that they know that there's somebody – in their corner that's just a phone call away right. that can, you know, talk them down from the violence or talk them down from self-harm. It's it's real. It's out there. It's right. not necessarily getting better yet. I think we have a lot of work to do within our schools and with our youth, but just knowing that they have somebody there for them in their corner is yeah, there's huge. So much. There's so much. And it's such a positive. You're, you're being proactive. You're being positive. Not reactive, not negative. It's just the opposite of that. This is let's go get them, right? Yeah. And yeah. let's develop our future. And, yeah. and that's what it's all about. And and improve people's lives around us within our sphere of influence. And you guys got at, at, right. at your organization have got a well, you know, uh, entrenched, great positive sphere of influence in the community. And now bringing us on board with that is so special. We, we really that. appreciate that. Love the partnership. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, it's getting to that point of the show. I believe we only got a couple minutes left. Yeah. I think it takes <laughs> us into what's called the no Miranda zone. All right. No Miranda. So you're familiar with the Miranda warnings? Yes. You have a right to remain silent? This yeah. is no Miranda zone. You don't have a right to remain silent. Okay. You're on my podcast and I'm the sheriff. And okay. you directly work for me, so you got to answer my questions anyways. Is this the point where I leave? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Was that your phone ringing? So you want to ask the first one? Yeah, yeah sure. All right, good. Let me ask you guys. Uh, favorite fast food restaurant? I guess Wendy's. I have to go fast, like fast food? Does Chipotle count? Is yeah, Chipotle yeah, fast food? I, I, oh. I don't want to just So we're going to get Chipotle. in trouble right I don't now. Know. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't really do a lot of fast food, but I like the Frosties. Oh, the I do too. Yeah, the the, you ever do the, the uh, president? Yeah. 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 I, I like your mindset. Chipotle. I was going Chipotle. I was yeah. asking the same question. It's, I think it's fast food. It's a question of the uh, Yeah, we're going to get in trouble now. We're not fast food. Thanks for setting us up. That's awesome. So if you can go anywhere, Lisa, you're traveling around the world, Money's not an object. Where are you heading to? Aruba. Nice. Yes. A lot of people say Aruba. About the kids. 
<laughs> we'll bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll probably go to maybe Hawaii. Maybe. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's... I noticed islands here. Yeah. <laughs> Common theme. Yeah. 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 So Hawaii seems beautiful. I mean, they make it seem beautiful. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I would go there. A lot of people speak Aruba. Mm. Aruba. Yeah. That's true. You're going? I would love the, to. Last podcast, we were talking about your trip to Carolina where you brought a platoon down there. Yeah. Now you're going to take a platoon to Aruba. No, I'm not going out there. I don't go, I don't go across the water. Broadcast <laughs> <laughs> live. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do take it. Take it from the top. Let's go from the airport. From Aruba. Directly here. <laughs> Last book you've read. Ooh. 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 I'm actually currently reading a book. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, it's called The uh, Time Between Us. It's kind of cheesy, but I got into Ooh. it and I'm like, I'm reading chapter three. Might as well get up chapter four. And I was at four, I went to five and six, and What's I'm in chapter about? like 32. Oh, uh, it's kind of a fictional book about uh, two people that are in different time zones, I guess, and mm-hmm. they fall in love. And uh, yeah, so yeah, again, I was like, I read the first page or, you know, the first chapter, and I just went on and went on. Got and it. On. Became interesting. Huh. And Lisa good. says, huh. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's I have sad. a very busy job and three young kids. So yeah, yeah. So I, it was. I, honestly, Little Blue Truck. It's Thank a, you. It's, it's a preschool <laughs> book about a truck that, you know, they all work together to get the truck unstuck. There you go. It's a bedtime book. You said last book, so. Yep. This that is sounds like a specify. better book than mine. That's a better book than mine, it sounds like, so. So I'm waiting for that phase. I got a one-year-old granddaughter now, oh. so it's going back to all, and how the TV shows and the books yes. change. You're like, I can't keep up with the current events anymore. Yeah, TV's so way I'll be looking now. for that one. Thank yeah, you. It's a good one. It's a good one. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode, <laughs> episode number 89, Behind the Badge. Deputy Tisdale, always a pleasure to have you here. Hey, same to you, Please. Dep, yes, sir. great. Thanks for keep having Keep on us. doing what you're doing. We appreciate Thank what you. you're doing. You're, you're making Thank a better you so world. Thank you so much. God yes, bless sir. you. Thank you. excited. Excited to be in the partnership. Absolutely. Thanks. Until next week. 